0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Living Life. Today is August 16. We live our life as a Christian uh, saved by faith in Christ Jesus. Um, But we sometimes do commit sin. It's not a sin that is detrimental to our salvation. It's it's something that unintentionally or even so, we make mistake before the Lord uh, because of our sinfulness in us. Sometimes we stray away Sometimes we are tempted, and sometimes because of our uh, sinfulness in our heart, we commit something of a mistake before the Lord. Um, But these everyday sins, they cannot be taken before the Lord, and we have to crucify Christ again in order to tackle these sinfulness. We instead, what we do is we confess of our sinfulness before the Lord so that, Uh, The small little things that we do before the Lord that are sinful are taken care of. Christ died for us once and for all, uh, for eternity, uh, so that He uh, he could save us. But that doesn't mean that we have to put Christ on the cross every time that we sin. Now, The the everyday sinful matter is tackled in today's passage in the latter part of chapter 4, As we see the people of Israelites, as they live out a covenant life uh, with God's presence, they continue to commit sin and even the unintentional sin. And God instructs instructs them in how to uh, manage these problems in their lives. So we're going to take a look in today's passage and see how we can handle our everyday life of sinfulness. Let's take a look.
1: Leviticus chapter 4, verses 22 through 35. When a leader sins unintentionally and does what is forbidden in any of the commands of the Lord his God, when he realizes his guilt and the sin he has committed becomes known, he must bring as his offering a male goat without defect. He is to lay his hand on the goat's head and slaughter it at the place where the burnt offering is slaughtered before the Lord. IT IS A SIN OFFERING. THEN THE PRIEST SHALL TAKE SOME OF THE BLOOD OF THE SIN OFFERING WITH HIS FINGER AND PUT IT ON THE HORNS OF THE ALTAR OF BURNT OFFERING AND POUR OUT THE REST OF THE BLOOD AT THE BASE OF THE ALTAR. HE SHALL BURN ALL THE FAT ON THE ALTAR AS HE BURNED THE FAT OF THE FELLOWSHIP OFFERING. IN THIS WAY THE PRIEST WILL MAKE ATONEMENT FOR THE LEADER'S SIN AND HE WILL BE FORGIVEN. If any member of the community sins unintentionally and does what is forbidden in any of the Lord's commands, when they realize their guilt and the sin they have committed becomes known, they must bring as their offering for the sin they committed a female goat without defect. They are to lay their hand on the head of the sin offering and slaughter it at the place of the burnt offering. Then the priest is to take some of the blood with his finger and put it on the horns of the altar of burnt offering and pour out the rest of the blood at the base of the altar. They shall remove all the fat, just as the fat is removed from the fellowship offering, and the priest shall burn it on the altar as an aroma pleasing to the Lord. In this way, the priest will make atonement for them, and they will be forgiven. If someone brings a lamb as their sin offering, they are to bring a female without defect, They are to lay their hand on its head and slaughter it for a sin offering at the place where the burnt offering is slaughtered. Then the priest shall take some of the blood of the sin offering with his finger and put it on the horns of the altar of burnt offering and pour out the rest of the blood at the base of the altar. They shall remove all the fat just as the fat is removed from the lamb of the fellowship offering, and the priest shall burn it on the altar on top of the food offerings presented to the Lord. In this way, the priest will make atonement for them, for the sin they have committed, and they will be forgiven.
0: So certainly, we cannot put Christ back on the cross because of a sin that we have committed. We can see that in Hebrews uh, chapter 6, uh, the, the writer of the Hebrews testify that that is certainly nonsense. We cannot do that. You cannot redo what God has done uh, for us 2,000 years ago. Instead, what we do, we can find that in 1 John. Uh, John directs us to confess of our sins before the Lord. And certainly God will uh, uh, forgive us. Uh, the righteous and just God will forgive us of our sins if, and whenever we confess of our sinfulness. Uh, um, And also uh, for all of us uh, who live a Christian life and say that uh, they are not without sin because uh, they have been saved, and John also said that you are deceiving yourself. If someone claims that you are without sin, uh, there is no truth in you. Um, So we can see certainly that every day we live as a Christian, even after salvation, we have to tackle the problem of sin in our lives. There are mistakes that we make. We fall into temptation. And in today's passage, we see that leaders and any member of the community, uh, they sometimes do commit unintentional sins. They. Um, it's not to the point where they defile uh, the tabernacle, but it's just that it's something that they have to take care of there in their personal lives because God still wants to keep them holy. They want uh, He wants to keep them ceremonially clean so that being with them is not a problem. So we see in the latter part of Leviticus four. Uh, God speaking through Moses, how to take care of these problems. Certainly we see that the problem is not taken uh, up all the way to the point where they will have to sprinkle the blood before the tenth of the meeting, whereas they had to do this when the anointed priest or the entirety of whole Israelites committed an unintentional sin before the Lord. Instead, they just bring it to the altar and offer it as a burnt offering. And before that, they put, uh, they, uh, they put the blood uh, uh, dipping, uh, the priest dipping his uh, hand, and then putting on the four corners of the altar. So the way how they manipulate the blood and the sacrifice is uh, different from the sin offering we saw in the first part of uh, the Levit- Leviticus uh, chapter 4. So th- certainly, this is talking about uh, the everyday life where we continue to sin before the Lord. And it's, it's talking about how we could continue uh, the life of a Christian. Uh, uh, for, for the Leviticus uh, chapter, it's about uh, living their life as a, uh, Israelites, a holy people before the Lord. Um, so therefore, if you, if you are trying to manage this problem of sin of everyday life, then definitely we're talking about the life of sanctification. Uh, one day and after, Uh, as we walk with the Lord and as we tackle our sinfulness in our lives one at a time, then certainly after uh, many years later, we will definitely be uh, transformed. Uh, We will be different from who we were before initially when we were just saved. Certainly, your sanctification uh, would have occurred through the working of the Holy Spirit and you would have grown as a a Christian, you would have matured, you will no longer make those unintentional sins uh, that the community found in you, but instead you will become more holy and holy, not perfectly holy, but your holiness will grow in you. You will become a mature Christian. Likewise, we see that in Leviticus 4, Uh, We see the leader and other members of the community that will bring their offering depending on their economic or social status. Our leader would bring a male goat and we see that a member will bring a female goat. uh, Someone who is economically um, not capable, uh, he or she will bring a female lamb. In the following chapter, in, in chapter five of Leviticus, we see that if uh, the person is economically poor, uh, that that person will bring a dove. If they cannot offer, uh, they're not able to purchase a dove, then the person will bring a epa of a finest flower. So we see the uh, a sliding scale of the offering Uh, depending on the economic or social status of the person. So certainly we are talking about our everyday lives. But there is a point that we should uh, meditate. Depending on their level, they are supposed to give the best that they could ever offer before the Lord. Depending on their situation or their context, if he is a leader, he is supposed to give a male goat, not a female goat. So as we come before the Lord and we confess, we just don't do it habitually. It's not something that say, oh, sorry, Lord, I committed a sin. please forgive me. But instead, you come to the Lord sincerely, giving your utmost to the Lord and giving your best and saying, Lord, I have committed a sin. I am so sorry, please forgive me. It has to be sincere. So likewise, uh, we saw in 1 John where John said uh, that if you uh, think that you are not without sin um, you are deceiving yourself uh, the truth is not in you in verse 9 of 1st John in first chapter it says if we confess our sins he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness and that is one way what God is trying to do even into the point of uh, keeping us holy in everyday aspect of our life He's trying to make us righteous and we can see that certainly happening in the Israelites community as God is directing through Moses how to live a daily life of holiness. And I hope that every one of us is encouraged because even though we commit sin, that doesn't mean God forever forsakes us. He provides a way where we could come before the Lord and confess of our sins in the name of Jesus Christ and He will forgive us. He will renew us. He will keep us righteous so that we could continue a covenantal relationship with God in heaven. So the good God allows. us Uh, to continue our life of holiness. Even though we commit sin every day, He allows us to come before the Lord, and He asks us to confess of our sins so that He will forgive us, so that we are kept righteous before the Lord. It's not that our salvation is taken away, it's based upon our eternal salvation that we find in Christ Jesus, and our house is built upon it, and as we mature and time goes, All that happens in our life is a continual sanctification, perfecting us through the work of the Holy Spirit. So I hope that you ask this and pray before the Lord so that the Holy Spirit continues to work in you so that your sanctification becomes complete. Let us pray. Father God, thank you for providing us a way to continuously keep us holy, sanctify us so that we could ultimately be perfected through the working of the Holy Spirit when we come before you in the last day of our lives. I thank you and pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Reaching up further and stepping in closer